Welcome to the Permission to Play podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Lulu, your mindset mentor, fitness coach, professional potty mouth goofball, and gypsy soul currently based in California. If you've ever found yourself struggling with body image, emotional eating, lacking confidence, or maybe you're just needing some motivation, a new perspective, or just some inspiration to get that ass off the couch and in action, this is the place to be. Get ready to dive into the real shit, the deep, vulnerable conversation that most don't dare to step into, along with lots of health, nutrition, fitness tips and tools, lots of laughs at yours truly, and some pretty epic conversation with some super badass boss babe guests. No matter who you are or where you come from, this podcast will push you to grow and step into life powerfully. You'll be empowered to shift your mindset, step into purposeful movement, and be inspired to finally give yourself permission to play. What is crackalackin' booty smackin'? Hey y'all, this is your host Carissa Lulu and I'm super stoked because I've had a few guests on the last few episodes and I'm really excited to just be with me, myself, and I, and of course you all. Um, yeah, I've had some super epic conversations with some some awesome women, um, my girl Brittany, Paola, yes, and my girl Taylor, and I have many more epic guests to come. So I hope you enjoyed and if you haven't tuned into those conversations with those badass women, better tune in, tap in, get turned on. If you know Abraham Hicks, I definitely stole that from her. (laughs) Anyhow, so today we're going to chat about some language. Language, y'all. Your language is mother effing power. 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 You know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dang, I can have a deep voice. Okay, let's not get too off track today. Language. Okay, so we talk a lot about our thoughts and how our minds work in my podcast. And I really hope by this point, y'all have at least heard episodes two and three bare minimum. Okay. If you haven't go back, we talk a lot about the subconscious and conscious minds. I bring up Betty who I've named my subconscious, right? Also, AKA your ego. Um, it's very important for us human beings to understand how our minds work. I say this all the time because we live in our heads as much as we think our life is in the outside world or in our bodies. It's mostly in our bodies too, but really it's in our head, you know, and depending on a perspective or circumstance, like we can, we just create stories all day long and our language is a direct reflection of how we're thinking, you know, how we speak every day reflects of how we think. You know, I always say our thoughts become things. Our thoughts are really who we are. How we think is what we manifest into our daily life, right? My favorite quote is, all we are is a product of what we have thought. I think that's, um, pretty sure that's Buddha. There might be a little bit more to that one, but really all we are is a product of what we thought. Like if we're very confident, you know, and maybe not like entirely confident, but pretty confident in who we are and what we stand for and confident in that we can accomplish things and get tasks done, we might be more successful and more, you know, comfortable in our shoes, rather than if we doubt ourselves, you know, we don't believe in ourselves, if we have poor self esteem, right, those come from our thoughts, our patterns of thinking, and it turns out into the world, or it shows up in the world within our language, you know, how we speak to ourselves in our minds out loud, how we speak about ourselves to our friends and our family, right? 
And even the language that we consume, meaning the language that we hear, like what is the language that we're constantly consuming, whether it's reading, watching television, listening to music, television, friends, family, you know, our close circle, like what is that language that we're consuming all day long? So it's very important for us to pay attention to all that, you know, yes, be free, be playful in life. But I truly believe that we first should really do the inner work, like really get to know our ego really get to know our inner Betty, get to know our personal language that we have in our minds that no one else gets to hear, right? And then once we can dig into all that shit, the good and the very challenging, you know, then we can begin to really express ourselves fully and transparently in the world. You know, all we are is a product of what we thoughts. And our, again, our thoughts are first and they they manifest into words, right? A lot of the time, some of us will just blurt out the shit we're thinking and maybe we should take a step back and think about it first. I am one of those who works so hard and some of y'all who are around me currently, this is 2020, I'm 30 years old, going on 31, hippie, hippie, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm singing. Anyway, (laughs) you know, like I talk so much and I often blurt out things and I have a pattern of interrupting conversation or directing it towards, you know, about me and these are some things that I've been working on avid for a long time personally. And I say that people might laugh and say that, you know, she's been working on that shit because I still have these patterns of being and just like speaking really quickly and, you know, not, not really processing my thought before I share it. Isn't it funny that I have a podcast because I do, I'm really good at talking. Like I'm a professional talker, you know what I'm saying? So anyhow, you know, our, our thoughts become our words next and we really should Or give ourselves permission to like take a pause, really think about what we're going to say before we say it, especially if we're just starting to build awareness and consciousness around how we actually think, you know, we'll start to be aware of like, oh shit, I'm always calling myself fat or oh shit, like I'm always, you know, like complaining, you know, we can be really super awesome, even positive human beings that actually complain a lot. Complaining is really a habit. It's just the perspective, the negative perspective, or just pointing out what's wrong with everything, you know, and that can go more back to ego. You know, if you're someone who desires control to be seen and to be heard, or just to control the environment, because you didn't have control as a child, right? You know, see, or fixing, if you're a fixer, I'm one of those two, like, I want to fix the environment, I want to fix the person, I want to fix it, I want to make it all better. Because when I was a child, I had no control, I couldn't fix anything. So as an adult, it's manifested in many positive ways, because I'm very well organized, and I can manage all kinds of things. And I've been pretty successful with my ability to fix shit. (laughs) And I don't want to have to fix anyone because no one needs to be fixed unless they're asking for help, right? I definitely want to help them. I'm a coach. And I'm talking about the complaining, right? Really, when we're complaining about things, there's something wrong with it, right? Like, God, it's fucking hot outside. Well, how about we change that to, you know, well, I'm grateful for AC and it actually could be a lot hotter. You know, like, why are we complaining? What is that for? What does that serve me right now? Does it make me feel good to like complain about the heat? You know, even though it gets hot as balls in Bakersfield, you know what I'm saying? Anyhow, so our thoughts become words and they become our reality, You know, like I love to give the example of, and this is also a perspective, but really it starts with our thinking and our perspective of situations. One of my favorite examples is say you get a flat tire, right? So I get a flat tire and I could, you know, say I'm on my way to my friend's 30th birthday party that I'm super excited about. And I get a flat tire on the way and I'm like 40 minutes out, right? That I have to, I get to drive. We'll talk about have to and get to next also, you know, like I could look at it as like, 
F my life. This sucks. Like I don't have enough money to, you know, replace this tire. I just bought brand new tires. I'm broke. It's a world pandemic. You know, like it's going to take me such and such amount of time to freaking fix this thing. I'm going to miss the party. Wow, wow, wow. We can get really pissed off. We can get sad. We can create all these emotions starting from one thought out of one circumstance. The circumstance is simply without any stories about it. The tire is now flat. I am out of my car and no longer driving. That is the circumstances situation without any stories. That's just what is. What is is the tire's flat. Now, what story, what perspective am I going to have about this flat tire? You know, and this has actually happened to me a couple of times in the last two years. And one, one time actually happened on Christmas Day. And, you know, I was like, well, of course, it's a bummer. Let's acknowledge like, sure, like it's inconvenient that my tire is flat. Yeah. Now, what do I get to choose out of that? Like, I have to change my tire. I have to call my AAA, you know, like, oh, I have to call an Uber. You know, I think about, especially us who live in a first world country, how spoiled we are. And I don't mean to sound so negative, but we're freaking spoiled. You know, we have everything at our fingertips. It's not even just about being in a first world country. The technology that we have these days is out of this world. You know, if I get a flat tire, I have AAA option. I could call anyone from my cell phone. I can look up if I don't have AAA or a person to call, I can look up a resource, you know, so for someone to come save me. And I actually had a spare tire in my Jeep and I can also Google like ask Siri, how the fuck do I change this tire? Cause I can't do it myself, but let me ask Siri and she'll guide me through it. There's probably like 25,000 YouTube videos on how to change my tire. Okay. So now I'm starting to rant, but my point is, is I can create a negative experience. I can create actual negative emotions, anger, sadness, being pissed off, right? And let it affect my whole day, maybe my week, maybe even a month and let it continue to manifest other negative things. Or I can look at the situation as it is and say, okay, the tire's flat. I'm so grateful that I have AAA. I'm so grateful that my cell phone's charged and that I have a cell phone. Like, I'm so lucky that I saved some money, you know, last week by making a decision not to buy those pair of shoes. And I just decided to save my money instead. And now I get to pay for whatever I need to pay for. Like, I'm so lucky that I have a spare tire in my back seat. Like, this is an adventure. And that's another thing when it comes to car situations, or I call them adventures. You know, when things don't go our way, which is that's fucking life, y'all. Y'all get that? That's life. I hear a lot in this world pandemic, like, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. I'm like, what is normal? You know, like, what is, like, everyone says everything's so uncertain. Well, of course. Okay, let me acknowledge that it's really freaking crazy these days, but life is uncertain. You know, you could lose your job any day due to a fire or due to you being a shitty employee. Just kidding. (laughs) You know, or maybe because, you know, like the business is shutting down or like someone could pass away. You could lose a family member, a friend. You could, you could die yourself. We're all human. We're not immortal. I I mean, I'm immortal. Y'all aren't. I'm just kidding. Okay. It's funny joke, right? Let me tell it again. So, right. Nothing is certain and especially in this time on the planet. So again, let me take it back to our thought process and our words and our language. Like if you really start to practice awareness around your ego, awareness around your attitude, you know, and start practicing that pause, like how do I get to look at the situation? You know, I could really complain about it and create a victim drama story and share it with all my friends. Or I can just like, hey, this is an adventure. This happens in life. Thank God I'm okay. Like, good. Thank God my tire didn't bust. I didn't flip over in my car and die, you know, or whatever. So that's my, that's my freaking example. I could share it again if you'd like, but we won't go there. Um, another thing that I constantly share with friends and on my social media is law of attraction. You know, I think that a lot of people think I'm all woo woo and maybe this is just an assumption. Maybe this is just fear of being judged, 
or I also, maybe it is a judgment, but I, I believe in law of attraction. I believe that we attract and manifest, whether you believe it's God's giving it to you or like the universe working through physics to attract like things. Cause I love physics and I love astronomy. I'm very passionate about the planets, planets and science and all that jazz. And I understand the law of attraction and how we're all connected and just that deeper meaning that is explained by science. And I understand like how it works within our planet, the moon, the stars, the law of attraction, just physics in our planet earth. And I understand that that definitely can correlate and manifest out of your thoughts and your words. You know, there's a reason why, you know, you spill your coffee in the morning and you continue throughout the day to have a shitty day because if you're so focused and have the perspective of, oh my God, the coffee, I spelt it all over my jacket. Now I'm late and I have to rush to work and blah, 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 complain, 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 chirp, 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 right? Or like, oh, what is so? What is so is my coffee is all over my blouse. Okay, coffee is on my blouse. Acknowledged. Ow, that was a little hot. It burned my ass a little bit. Cool. Am I dead? No. Cool. Is it the end of the world? No. All right. So let's take off this freaking blouse, get more coffee or not, and head out the door for my day. What a beautiful day it is today. I got a new clean shirt and no coffee, and that's okay. That is just what's so. Carry on, right? And then law of attraction, like you can might have another great experience. Maybe you manifest someone paying for your coffee on your way, you know, to work after spilling your coffee on yourself, but you had a good attitude about it. You had positive thoughts, you attracted positive things. You know, I personally have had so many experiences in which, you know, when I was thinking just really positively, I was meditating. I was just really intentional about my journey and my affirmations in the morning. And I just attract these experiences that are just, I can't explain them to people. And when I do try, there's the magic isn't in it. Cause it's just one of those things where we always say you had to be there. You had to fill it. I call them magical moments, you know, like I don't believe in a coincidence anymore. So anyway, there's, if you ever want to check out Abraham Hicks, Um, it's incredible. I listen to her YouTube videos almost every single day. And whether you believe in law of attraction or not, at least believe this part, right? If you're going to speak positively and expect nothing but good things to come out of situations, then what's wrong with that? You know, like at least you're feeling good, right? So a big thing on law of attraction is just really feeling good you know, chasing that feel good, whatever it is you do, right? And you'll continue to manifest good things and just trust that everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to do another podcast on law of attraction because I can go on and on. Again, whether you believe it or not, the the basis of law of attraction is unconditional love, like loving everything and everyone, no matter what, no judgment, unconditional love. And that is true power. Like just finding joy and the feel good feeling within everything and trusting that everything's always going to work out for you. That is law of attraction. And then if you do the opposite, you'll attract that light too. Like everything sucks. You know, my life sucks. The world sucks. People suck. You're going to continue to manifest that to attract all those things that freaking suck, right? Like attracts like that is literally physics. Y'all can look it up. I don't know which law exactly I forgot, but it really is physics. Like attracts like, right? And that goes with your language and your thoughts and the people you surround yourself with or how you're showing up in the world. Like if I'm a bright light, people who are miserable are not going to want to hang around me unless they really desire to change and desire to be happier. They may manifest me because I am that bright light that they're desiring, right? Your desires are really going to help you manifest like what you want in life and just trust that they're coming. Don't be so attached to if you get it or not. 
chase that good feeling. And again, that starts with your thoughts and your words, right? So your attitude is everything. And a lot of us, I want to share that really, if you're quote unquote pessimistic or a negative thinker, I hear this all the time. I'm like, it's probably just a habit of thinking. I mean, I, I first question I was, I was like, I ask is, are your parents negative thinkers or your parents trying to control? Do your parents worry? Like I have family members who worry a lot and it's literally passed down and taught generation to generation. You know, my mom worries. She worries because her my grandma worries and my grandma worries because my great grandma worries and they're not bad or wrong. They just were taught to worry and all they are habits of thinking. You know, worrying is just like anxiety for the future, creating stories that don't even exist. When we worry about shit, we're creating stories in our heads right? So I've really practiced not worrying about anything. It's not easy, but I've gotten pretty good at it. You know, like some really shitty circumstances have happened in my life and I trip out on how I have no emotion around it. I'm like, it's all going to work out for me. You know, I could be homeless on the side of the street. And at this point, I'm kind of getting towards like, it's going to work out for me. And I actually don't end up on the street because I'm constantly believing and knowing in my heart and soul that it's all going to work out. And it always does, no matter where I am. You know, I'm very blessed and thankful, but I truly believe it has a lot to do with how I allow myself to think and where I direct my thoughts each day, you know, and it's a practice. I'm not perfect. I'm definitely anxious, anxiety thoughts all the time. I definitely think negatively. I definitely complain, right? I'm a human fucking being and um, it's just practice. I just am very intentional about practicing and practicing and practicing. Practice makes perfect, right? Also, like, again, the course correct, like if you've made a decision in your life, I want to invite you all to that for me or to me attitude, like life can be happening for you or life can be happening to me, like, like someone could be acting like an asshole to you or like someone could be acting like an asshole for you. Now, everyone's like, what is this example? Yeah, sure. They could be acting an asshole to you and that you could be a victim and you could, you know, like, oh, they're an asshole and you can just feed off that negative energy or, oh, they're acting like an asshole for me. Like, what can I learn from this person? Can I be of service to them? Can I provide them with some love? Can I learn something? Am I reflecting that myself? Did I cause this? Like, how is this happening for me? What can I learn from this? Or maybe you lost a job or your business failed. Like, it's not happening to you. How about you look at it with the perspective of it's happening for you? Like maybe you weren't meant to have that job or maybe your real dream that you're manifesting wasn't supposed to happen in that way and you get to learn all of these things from that, we don't want to say failure, what I get from my favorite, favorite freaking inspiration, Mickey Agrawal, is a revelation. Like there's no failure. Eliminate that word, that language from your vocabulary. No more failing. There's just revelations. You know, look at things in life as a perspective or in the perspective of it's all happening for you right? It's not happening to you. Even if it's like the worst experience, like defined in text, like the AKA worst scenario. No, it's not the worst. It just is what it is. And you get to look at it how you choose to look at it and think about it how you choose to think about it and speak about it how you choose to speak about it. So the biggest thing I want us all to get here is that our thoughts, our language, and what's manifested in our life in this moment is all a choice. It is all a decision. And if this stuff is new to you, I invite you to just, you know, acknowledge it like, oh, I created all this. And that's also talking about personal responsibility. Like when you take responsibility for everything in your life, the good and the bad and the okay and the in-between, then you really start to find power, even the negative stuff or even the things, you know, or people that 
you know, circumstances. Like when I like took on responsibility for the coronavirus, because I was complaining about that so much because I'm not even going to go into my perspective of the coronavirus, but I'm one of those that just wants to live my life, be smart, wash my hands, you know, don't cough on someone's face and like live in life and like open up the world again. That's my perspective. But I was still complaining about it all the time and I didn't want to wear my mask. I still don't want to wear my mask and I wasn't taking responsibility for it. But this is the second I chose to make the decision to take on you know, this pandemic as it's mine, like, okay, this is mine. Like, okay, well, what happens when the pandemic is mine? Like, what well, doesn't affect me? I'm not gonna be negative about it. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna respect that people want to wear their masks. And like, I'm gonna respect that I don't want to. And I don't need to complain about it. And I'll wear it when it's required. And I won't wear it when I don't. And when I'm not required to, that's my perspective. Again, I respect everyone who has their different opinions on it. And that's another thing with language and your thought process, like the judgment, especially right now on the planet, you know, everyone is so like on edge. There's so much fear being presented in the world. There's so much animosity with the elections and things. And I I invite you to really just look at it all with the perspective of, you know, I have my opinion because I have these experiences in my life or I was educated in this way. And they have their opinions because they had those experiences in their life and they're educated that way, right? And I respect your belief. I respect your opinion and my own. We can agree to disagree. Maybe we can agree. And at the end of the day, just love unconditionally. Oh, I should make a rap song. Pick a pick a what? <laughs> okay. So again, everything's happening for you, not to you, right? Choose to ha- redirect those thoughts. And also when we're looking into the past or say you made a mistake or you AKA failed, we're transforming that again to revelation, remember? Okay. So I invite you to not look at the past and want to change it or go back to it. Don't, you shouldn't want to change anything. When you think about the past, like really, I invite you to just change your perspective of it. If anything, you know, maybe it's a hardcore breakup and someone really hurt you or you hurt someone else. Like, don't go back and say, oh, I wish I could have, or I should have. Don't shit all over yourself. You know, look at it. That happened. That is what's so. It is what that is. There's no changing it. It doesn't even exist anymore, really. It still exists in your mind. And how do you want to look at it? What did you learn from that experience, right? What did you learn from that person? And if it's someone who hurt you, how can you forgive them? Do you need to journal? Do you need to call them? Do you just need to release it and let it go somehow? And how can you be grateful for that person that hurt you for that experience that you got to learn from, right? I can go on and on about that stuff. But again, this is all perspective. We get to choose. We have the personal choice, the personal power to choose every single moment, every single day. So I'm going to end this podcast. I really just want to keep clapping on all this, but your language is power. Dude, your language is power. Your language is power. I can't say that enough. The shit that comes out of your mouth means everything. And people think it's funny and it's a joke, but it's not. Your language and how you talk about yourself, your body, your life, your choices mean something. Sure, I crack jokes all the time, but I've gotten very intentional about the shit that comes out of my mouth, except for the cussing, you know, but decaf, brah. (laughs) So start building awareness. Again, listen to episodes two and three, and I think even all the way up to seven, I have some really conscious, you know, podcasts, but two and three really talk about your ego, that inner Betty that just talks and nags at you, just trying to keep you safe and comfortable. But usually it's negative thoughts, right? Or thoughts that are just keeping you not moving and really living life, keeping you too safe, right? So listen to episodes two and three again, if you already have, or listen to them now if you haven't, and really start paying attention to that Betty, that ego, that inner child, and 
make choices out of that. Like, ah, do I really want to keep thinking that same thought that gets me nowhere or makes me feel like shit? No, I think I'm going to redirect. You're going to ask yourself, what else can I think about? Right. And just practice. And another thing is really acknowledge where you are in your path. Like think about your past or however you've been even yesterday. And like, that's just where you are in your journey. Have compassion for yourself because the more I tell you, I am the number one guilt shamer of myself. The more that we beat ourselves up, the more that we shame ourselves and coulda, shoulda, woulda yesterday, today, tomorrow, you know, the more we're not going to feel good. And that's not going to create a good life or happy happiness and joy, unconditional love. Give yourself some compassion. And I share that because I was the I've been for years and I still do it because it's so ingrained in me to shame myself and to feel guilty for not freaking writing that email I said I was going to write and writing it a day later like or eating that cookie when I can have a fucking cookie. You know, I'm the pro guilt and shamer of myself and I practice so hard to catch it because those are, again, more thoughts in my head that are just habits of thinking. And they become words and they become my reality. And I have had enough of that. So really practice building awareness around your ego and your habits of thinking. And I invite you to start practicing positive affirmations, whether you say them in your head, which I recommend, whether you journal them on a piece of paper every day, I recommend. Do it. I am beautiful. I am kind. I am powerful. I am fucking strong. I am a hard worker. Like I'm a great listener. I am compassionate. I am kind, like all these things you can say about yourself. And if you find yourself getting triggered on like, I can't call myself beautiful. I can't call myself strong. I invite you to look deeper into that shit because a lot of us, especially women, we don't give ourselves permission to compliment ourselves. Even we're alone, especially in front of other women. We cannot take compliments. We just deflect them. Your hair looks so great today. No, 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 girl. This is shitty. Yours looks great. You know, like, no, thank you. Receive that shit and receive it from yourself when you tell it to yourself in the morning. Positive affirmations. Write that shit all over your mirror. All you need to do is reprogram that brain if you do it over and over and over, right? And then gratitude. What are you grateful for? Three to a billion things of what you can be grateful for in this moment and in the morning, right? I'm grateful for the socks on my feet because my feet are fucking cold. It's finally getting cold in Bakersfield. It's almost December and it's only like 78 degrees, but my feet are cold. And I'm grateful for these socks and my toes that help me walk. Cause if I didn't have toes, I'd fall my ass over. That wouldn't be fun falling over <laughs> or your coffee or your house, or your family, right? There's so much to be grateful for. And the more you can start thinking and you know, taking yourself to a space of gratitude, like you just start to feel better and better or at least more peaceful, right? And that's a good feeling. Peace and joy and gratitude and thankfulness and positive affirming. That's all great feelings, okay? And then I invite you to really start, of course, listen to yourself. Listen to your own thoughts, first of all, and really give yourself permission to listen to others. Try to quiet a little bit. And I'm speaking directly to Carissa. I'm really great at talking and I work really hard at listening. Like it's, and it takes so much effort for me to listen. I'm very hyper person. You talk about ADHD. That's me. Um, not intentional. It's just how I've been my whole life as a kid. Very like can't sit still, can't listen. And yes, I can do those things and I'm practicing, right? So I give yourself permission to Listen to yourself and listen to other people, like create that pause. You can really say something that you want to actually say, right? And again, I'm going to leave it with compassion and love, compassion and love for everyone else, but number one for you first. All right. So whip out those journals, start practicing that self-love, really pay attention to your thoughts and language and show up in the world powerfully. Y'all go give yourself permission to play. 
right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this episode motivated you to shift into a boss babe mindset, to move that body and to get out there and just show up powerfully. If Permission to Play podcast inspires you in any way, please share with the gals that you know will benefit from tuning in. Know that leaving a five-star review will help this podcast reach and impact more women who need to hear it. I'd absolutely love to hear your feedback and content requests in the comments. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss an episode. You all can find me on the gram with the handle at Carissa Lulu. And girl, do not be shy. Hit me in that DM. I get so excited to connect in real life. Just thanks again for tuning in. I'm so stoked that you're here. Now get out there, girl, and go give yourself permission to play.